1: Goodness, when you hear that song, you know that we've got a very heavy duty spirit medium in the house. And I am so excited for our next guest to come on, but I'd like to introduce them a little bit. First, if you don't know who you're listening to, and that to me would be like, what? You are listening to me. This is the Bonnie Albers On Air Show, and I am the hostess with the mostest, Bonnie Albers. I'm so excited for this guest. I have not had him on the show since I feel I started the show. And the reason is he's been so busy. He's so famous over in the UK. He did not have time to come visit little old me over here, but he does now. And I'm so excited. This gentleman is so connected to spirit. I can't even tell you, they call him the validator over there in the UK. So let me introduce, without any more ado, Grant Collier to the house. Hi, Grant.
2: Hi, Bonnie. How are you, my darling?
1: Ah, with you here and saying, my darling, I'm just fine. But i got to tell you, you're pretty lucky because that song is my song. And I had this Mm. feeling that you needed that song. Because you are the dead or alive guy, so Grant, please tell everybody just a little bit about you.
2: Okay, as you well know, my name's Grant Collier, and uh, well, basically, I've been a medium for all my life. Um, this started out as a as, as a natural process. Um, I lived on a farm in the southeast of England uh, for the first sixteen years of my life, and that was a very haunted house that I lived in um wow. I was very 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 scared I must admit of of not understanding what was visiting me at night but yes uh over a course of time um I learned to live with this uh connection with what was being visited me by spirit over the time that I lived there and um going moving on from it basically it took over my life and um Well, it took me to where I am today, really, you know, it it was something I set out to do as a full-time job, Bonnie, but uh, it certainly ended up that way.
1: My goodness, I am going to tell you, when you're called the validator, that means that you have such a connection. I want to ask you a question, though, because we haven't even talked about your childhood for a while, but what was the first, do you remember the first encounter, like you looked at those spirits and said what are you doing here and do you remember who
3: talked back to you
2: I can remember being visited uh, when I was around about six or seven years old Um, very very vaguely remembered this woman that used to come into my room at night she wasn't connected family-wise or had any connection to her personally but she was connected to the building and uh, she used to come in into my bedroom at night and uh, used to sit with me Uh, she was like part of the furniture bless her uh but yeah um, it it wasn't that she it wasn't that she really said anything to me it was more like she was just showing her presence and she used to touch me at night and run her hands through my you know through my hair and and just basically know that she was around um, she never really gave me much information on that because at that point I don't suppose that I really was in knowing that I could have that communication with her. Um, over a course of time, many more spirits visited me. It was a bit like the film The Sixth Sense, really, because, you know, I had these visitations and I was very scared as a child. And uh, as you can be aware, I think when you're young, it's not something you accept straight away. So. You know, it, I, it, it's a very vague memory, Bonnie, but all I can remember is a lot of the time I don't remember a lot of it. Um, mm-hmm. My mum used to come into my bedroom and say, what have you done to the bedroom? Because it was completely upside down. And there was wow. a, lot of, a lot of recollection um, through fear, really, I suppose. But um, you know, as, as time grew on and I got older and uh, went through, 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 through puberty, um, I started to link a lot more closer to spirit and um, I lost my grandmother who was a clairvoyant and uh, she acted as a guided figure. So she she came forward and she sort of helped me um, realise that there was more connections of love than fear through the process of this, this situation. So yeah, it, it, it was pretty much that way really. I mean, I was quite an inward child. I was the youngest of four. And I'm the only one mm-hmm. with this gift, out of the four children. But wow. so, yeah, I was the sensitive one anyway, so I suppose I was meant to have it in some way.
1: Absolutely. Well, grant, that did your mom, you know, we all look at you know people who grow up you know with all these gifts. And the ones that have the parents that really promote that, I feel the fear isn't quite as much. It could be when you're a kid. But you did? Did you have any? Yeah. You said your grand, your grandmother. Did you used to talk to your mother about
2: it? Well, no. I mean, I was only six um, when I, I I used to go around there on a Saturday afternoon, and uh, I remember her reading my mum's tea leaves, and I don't didn't didn't know what that was at that time. I thought it was just like a party trick, but uh, no, <laughs> I never spoke to my nan about it. I I never really sort of realised where she was, and. And basically, my name died when I was eleven years old, so I never really got that okay. opportunity to sit down and really relish the energy of where she where her knowledge of spirit was um but yeah, you know it was my name that kicked it off really I suppose it really spur- spurted that energy forward to 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 dive into you know helping and guiding people with this gift um, I yeah, love it, was, that. It, was, it was yeah it was a, it was a journey where my mum is very open and She's very gifted as well. She's more physical medium than anything else. A lot happens around her physicality-wise. Uh, spirit moves stuff and bits and pieces. But my father was very sceptical, even though his mother was a clairvoyant. But he's not sceptical now. I mean, he only become less sceptical once once uh, his son was on TV nearly every night of the week. So yes, all of a sudden, all of a sudden. Oh my boy is on Psychic TV on Sky and he's going out to X Y Z thousands of people across the country. So yeah, he became more accepting of it once I think that everybody else sort of got this idea that there was you know this man going on TV every every other night and um, and doing a fantastic job. And that's where I got my name, Mister Validator. It was the producers <laughs> of the show that nicknamed me that show because validation not just for the for for what was coming in from the past and the present, what people would feedback through the through the uh, prediction stuff. So yeah, it was it, it it's been a bit of a mad journey, but um, it's been an interesting one.
1: I love that Grant because everyone has their own uh, story of how they came to you know to see, hear, feel, smell and be with spirit so i love when i can bring that to my audience also i know that you do more than just see spirit hear spirit feel spirit and bring mediumship to light. you'll also play with cards and i don't mean play i mean you do read cards because i do the same and you are phenomenal at them too so what which gift or do you use them all together do you like the most, which ones make you feel the most uh, helpful?
2: Well, I like like the pure flow of direct connection with my guide, Michael, who I haven't mentioned yet, and he's a big part of my work. Now, Michael came into my work about 15 years ago, but I like to work direct with Michael because I think sometimes uh, Michael will give more in-depth and flow to a reading. Where the cards Mm -hmm. I like to use them or bring them in as a backup validation or over what I'm already picking up. So don't get me wrong, I I didn't really start really using the cards. I mean, I owned them for a long time, but never really started using the cards until I became on TV. And the reason for that is that we had to have cards and use the cards. Because we weren't allowed to do mediumship by the rulings of TV over here, um, we weren't allowed to to say the things we were we were we were going to say. I direct from spirit, so uh, I started using the cards more while I was going through that process. But when I connected more with my cards, I realised that, that that there was a great connection with myself, spirit, and the cards. So yeah, I I I prefer to work without them. Um, but I like to show people um, if I'm reading them the validation that backs it up. So yeah, I, I would say I would like to go direct and work direct with spirit.
1: I love that. Let's talk about Michael. Let me. It, you, uh, is your Michael the archangel Michael, or is your Michael your spirit guide, one of your spirit guides, or both?
2: Well, I'll tell you a funny. I'll tell you a funny story about this, uh, Bonnie. Um, I can oh. remember. Um, a long time ago, when I worked at Psychic TV, we had a lovely medium that worked on our phone lines, and she's a very famous medium in uh, in Ireland called Sharon Neil. And she's a blind medium; she's been blind from birth. And she came over to do some wow. work one day, and I picked I picked her up from um, from Luton Airport, and uh, me with a colleague. And um, anyway, she laughed at me, and she said to me you think you're Michael's Archangel Michael, don't you? And I went, I can understand why you're saying this to me. Because for a long time I did believe that Archangel Michael was my guide. And the reason being for that is that my guide Michael is a very, very large angel Um, or or guide. He he sits about six foot four. So he's very tall. He wears a long golden robe. um, And he's got the beard. He looks a bit Jesus-y, but with a very short beard. The only way I can describe him, and you probably won't know who this man is. He's a, he's a man who's on TV over here that is a presenter and a, and a comedy writer and bits and pieces. He's a guy called Matthew Kelly. Um, if you go and Google him, you, would, you will understand who I'm talking about. But he reminds me of a young Matthew Kelly, and that's the only way I can describe him, really. He's very comical. He's very cheeky. Uh, but he's very powerful as well. I, I mean, I use him. I use him with this side of the work, but I also use him when I go into the ghost investigation side and house clearance stuff. So he has his he has his work on many different ways. He's like my security guard on the other side. He's my messenger. He's my teacher, and he's also everybody else's teacher. So he's everything rolled into one, really.
1: Uh, let, well, let me ask you a question because that fascinates me. I want him. You know, I don't get this else has like this spirit guide they call and they help out I don't I mean I do call on my group but I but you all have somebody you relate to and and it's interesting because I love that Michael does he uh does does he help does he ever say you know what Grant you got me into this now I'm going to have to get you out of this but this isn't something you should be into does he ever give you advice like that
2: well, he sort of does. I don't think we listen to our own advice. We don't even listen to the friends and people around us, do we? We always go on our own notion. Yes,
4: yeah, he That's can right. give
2: you a feeling. He, he he doesn't always give you it because we have our own lesson to learn through the processes of life. And Michael knows mm. that as much, as much as many other people's guides that we have to make mistakes in life. It's a, it's part of a learning lesson. But he is able to... Yes, it's, 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 it's a hard one because we would think, well, our guide's there to guide us. Well, they are, but they're here to guide us to learn as well. So he is very much that guide that will give you enough but not give you everything because he's, he, he's, he's doing his job to allow you to learn your experiences through life. And I think that that's important that we learn because our spiritual learning and our spiritual gift is not just to help and and guide others, it's to help ourselves, and, and this is the part of the process of what Michael gave to me when he first came in. Uh, even before that, even speaking to my grandmother from the other side, where she acted as my first guide, that was very much her words that she used to say to me. So, yes, it's, it, he does and he doesn't, if that makes sense. Because, you know, like I say, you have to make your mistakes. You have to go through them. And I think that within that, we feel it, but we always choose to not listen to our own inner voice or our own guide. And that's because I, I always say that our guides are part of us. They are part of us. They have to be because they're, they're, they're your own inner you and they are the ones that are guiding you as many others. And, uh, and yeah, I think it's important to realise that. So anybody that's out there that's connecting with your guides, they may not give you everything, Um, A lot of people do say to me and come to me, who is my guide? And Michael always said to me that, you know, it's not for you to tell you that person who that guide is. It's for them to find their journey with their guide and allow that process of close connection to come forward so they can then go forward with that journey with that particular guide, spirit, energy, and uh, know more about them.
1: I I think that's wise advice. And now let the paranormal and then you know we've got a whole par- uh prediction show we want to we want to bring through but uh, your paranormal work is that something you have a like a yen for is it something you fell into or is it did you seek this out you, is it part of your you know some people say i love that paranormal work i only love that paranormal work i i you know i get all juiced up when I go in to find you know spirit in and 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 move them along or or to help people with ones that are that are uh their homes are being you know totally disorganized through spirit um how do you feel about that and is it a big part of what you do
2: Well, it is a big part of what I do because it brings forward the raw mediumship. What I love to do when I work with uh, paranormal investigation is to teach. I am a teacher across the board with many forms of my work. But I think it Uh it fell into place, really. Um, I didn't go looking for it. It came to me. And I think, actually, when you are in the energy of this work, you know, it's like when people are pulled to you for a reading, things come in for a reason. I mean I've been very lucky and fortunate with the paranormal side. I mean I, I was I was lucky enough to be called in by Simon Cow to do with the English UK X factor over here. And um, also, um, within that journey, I was also lucky enough, uh, not last year, but the year before, to do uh, some advertisement for True TV, which is all about, I don't know if you've heard of it over in America, but there was a show called Paranormal Survivor. And um, it was a show yeah. out there showing how people was having hauntings and how they survived these hauntings. And I was advertising um, via the internet. Uh, by YouTube for this for True TV to how to avoid picking or uh, having these energies around, or or having a deterrent for them while they were coping through these times with different things like you know using the sage and and so on and so on. So you know it's it, it, you know I have been lucky and fortunate, and I found with the paranormal side that you know with this with this work, it it everybody's interested in the paranormal side. Don't get me wrong; I'm oh, yeah. interested in the mediumship and spirit. But when you've got stuff that's, that's showing up on equipment, when you've got backup validation of energy coming in, and you're working with that energy, then it's so much more um, exciting. It, it, you know, I mean, I've been. am not saying that mediumship is boring, not without a shadow of a doubt. <laughs> but when you're used to it and you're seeing it and you're working with with spirit every day. You sort of lose your drive. It's like every day it is what it is. Everybody sees it as an as an amazing thing, and so do I. But but when you are working every day in day out with with people's loved ones and you're giving messages, you want something that's going to excite you more to sh- to show and prove, I suppose, what you've been trying to prove to so many skeptics and people over the years. So yes, it, it is one of them things that found me for a reason. I think. Um, I love it. It's, it's not something that, you know, it's more of a job now than anything else. It's, it, it's almost like, you know, I get called on these things. I was up um, last weekend at a fault in Harwich, which was extremely haunted. I've been lucky enough to investigate it a few times before. And wow. I took a friend with me and uh, he just was amazed by what was coming through, through the spirit box and bits and pieces. The validation was incredible. So I love that because it shocks people.
1: Yeah, I, but you know what, I gotta ask you because, you know, I, I don't have a whole lot of, a lot of people do the paranormal. Some have, have been, uh, I have a I have a woman here who kind of got knocked to her feet by a paranormal investigation and she won't do one anymore. But what I want to ask you is this. There's a couple things. I'm so excited you brought this up. And I know everybody wants to hear predictions and we'll ask you, you and your guide to do that for us in just a second. But... Don't you feel like why aren't they moving on? And if they're like, why do you move them on? Do you not move them on? Do you like that they're haunted and and or or a haunting actually? And what is a haunting? And and why do spirits want to stay somewhere and not go into the light? I mean, I know I've just asked you 600 questions, but
3: that totally shocks me because I did. Go ahead.
2: There's the, there's the many different reasons for many different things. It's like everybody's different on the earth. Everybody has different feelings about different ways of things, and it's a bit like the spirit world. When you ask about spirit, I mean, a lot of people mistake ghosts and spirit being the same thing. Completely different. Right. Ghost is 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 a overlap of time. It's it's a negative not a negative as in negative but it's like a negative of, of a photograph or a replay so you know most spirits are caught at particular times of the year but particular times of the day where they're caught on, on camera and things so that's a replay energy when you've got spirit right. coming in that's a different energy now spirit can be they're not tr- not all trapped some spirit are coming back in visitation because they're very much attracted to the energy of that particular location. And what I normally find Bonnie is is that on the on these locations they're very you know not all these spirits are negative they're they're very nice, they're very loving, they're very caring they they just enjoyed the energy of the place they have a connection to it and it's like anywhere I suppose I think if you know if you if you could be you over in America and your father could have lived in Australia and I can come to you and I can say, "Oh, I've got your father here." We go, well, that, okay, right, okay, and he may be you know, around you, but his energy would, may have always lived in Australia. The fact of the matter is, is that uh, he can be there, he can pull his energy in and be around that location if he once was there and, and had that connection with you in life around that area. So, you know, and, and you'll find a lot on these investigations that it's people's loved ones that come through. I mean, we do a lot of Ouija board sessions, we do a lot of different sessions of seances and things, And you find that it's not always who you think it is on that location. So say, for instance, I went to, you know, a a castle um, here in in the UK that Henry VIII might have uh, have lived in um, or or resided in at some point. Then, you know, it doesn't mean to say you're just going to get Henry VIII and all these other people that was around that time in that location. I mean, you're open to the spirit world. So anything and anywhere you are is going to come in because of that reason. So. You know, I I think that, you know, it's a little bit sort of misunderstood. I think it's a little bit dramatised through um, TV, I'm afraid to say. Um, I I, I think it's very hyped up. I am a big fan of of a lot of the American shows. And the reason being for it is that a lot of it is debunked as well. You know, there's some great people out there doing some investigation work, like the great Zach Baggins. At the moment, he's out in America and he's doing ghost adventures. And he's doing a lot of work out there, and I think that what I like about some of Zach's work is is that he is actually using equipment. He is debunking stuff. They're coming up with new ways of connecting and trying to capture evidence of spirit energy and and uh, hauntings and I think it's good that people are in that energy because they are learning so I think that it's good to have these shows out there as long as they're done in the right way
1: yes you know what I love about what they're what those shows I I don't watch them I'm not for some reason spirit doesn't let me (laughs) either they think I'm going to get too scared or they think I'll I won't I'll I'll throw myself in one or the other but but what I just love about them doing this and 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 getting all the spirit on these boxes and things. It is really just proving to uh, physical uh, scientists that this actually exists, because we all know that it does. So who are you proving it it to? You're proving it to the people who don't believe it to begin with. And that always just proving for us. But I I, I love that. Do you, is there one, and I know you just said Simon Cowell, we all know him from uh, America's Got Talent. Uh, is there? do yep. people call you in and, and I, I know the answer to this but I, I'm just asking you do people call you in like Simon because they're having issues and they want to know who's there
2: yeah I mean most of most of the people that I've read for that are on the celebrity base are normally there to come for me for uh, private work and private reading so they, they want stuff mm-hmm. that's going on around their life um, or they may want some mediumship so it's very rare that you get People phoning you up in a celebrity base to turn around and say, uh, you know, I've got, you know, there's something going on, um, you know. But most most of the people that are coming forward on that high profile are normally people that are keeping it under the radar. Uh, they, I mean, there's many celebrities yeah. that I can't say that I've read for, and you know, but uh, it's very rare that you get you get that um this was just a, a a time when it wasn't actually in simon cowell's house it was in the it was in the contestants house of the x-factor that particular year of 2014 and they had some spooky ones wow. on and um, it it was validated that it was nothing bad it was actually a young group of boys that was an eight-piece band um boy band and they Ooh, were I love that. together and and they were thrusted into this large energy of um you know you can imagine excitement fear everything was going on it was heightened their emotions up and i picked up that it was to their grandfathers that were causing the energy of lights going on and you know doors being opened by their self and everything so it wasn't actually anything to do with the house it was actually to do with the energy of their grandparents coming forward to just be around them and um you know we're an energy as well so we're connecting on everything and we're linking in, and they were linking in. And uh, I validated two grandfathers' names, and I validated that they were there around them. And uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was an amazing uh, feat because it was showing up on the EMF meters. They were coming in on command. And it, it got documented and, and went out in our national newspaper. I made the front page two weekends on the trot, so I was very proud to be part of that. And uh, yeah, so it was great meeting.
1: I am so excited, but you know what? You've you've you've, uh, you've given me things, and I'm famous, so you can use my name. You know, if you ever needed to use famous <laughs> person's name. <laughs> but anyway, okay. what I do oh, want to ask? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Grant. That's why I love you. Um, I just want to ask you before we get into uh, into some other things. What is what would you say was your best or most challenging? uh assignment and when i mean assignment i mean that somebody you know asks you to do something should it be paranormal should it be uh finding a loved one what can you remember and what is the most memorable uh to you assignment that you've ever had to date
2: well there's there's, yeah there, there's quite a few to list but i think that the biggest challenge for me was to uh i had to I got phoned up one day by a lovely man who owns an art college in, in California called Jeffrey Ballance. Um And he was doing a study on the afterlife and how the art, the art world and famous dead artists foresee how the oh. art world was from the other side. And this is for the BBC, so it was a big thing. And basically wow. what happened was, is, is that I, he called me up and he wanted me to see if I could go into trance and bring through a famous dead artist, which I actually happened to do, and uh, he asked me to do this. And I actually, on two occasions, I did a radio interview for BBC Radio 4, and uh, he asked me if I could get hold of Andy Warhol, which I did. Um, I was lucky enough to stand in in about eight million pounds worth of Andy Warhol's work. And basically, I brought uh, him through for the radio, and um, and the next day i was asked to do a trance session where i would go into trance and transfer a dead famous artist now there was many artists as going from leonardo da vinci through to frida carlo uh, de champ and and, and and vincent van gogh now we didn't know who, wow. who was going to be and there was like there was like six other colleagues here and we was up in uh, Regent's Park where this festival was being held and we're talking top art critics from all around the world here were coming in and coming in to see this private demonstration on stage of of six mediums going into trance. And uh, anyway, I did. I went into trance and brought Vincent van Gogh through. I validated a hell of a lot of stuff that only top art critics would know. I spoke in a dozen... Wow! And um, and that got documented and went out to CNN in America. So I it, I, it was an amazing feat for me. And uh, now ah. this particular guy, Jeffrey Balance, he's done a lot of work. And you can go and Google Jeffrey. He's very big in the art world. Um, like I say, he owns a college out in California. He, uh, he wrote a book on it all and it's uh, out there. Now you can buy that on Amazon.
1: Wow, I'm so, you know, you amaze me and that's why you're on the show, (laughs) because you've amazed me ever since I've met you. And now I do want to get to some of our topics because, uh, you know, have you ever done a prediction show?
2: Well, it's funny because I was about to say, yes, I've I've done, when we did Psychic TV, we used to do many topics. We used to go in and have a briefing about what we were going to do on the show. And every time we'd do different things on the show, we'd go into the green room, talk about what we were going to do on that show, maybe prediction stuff, maybe do whatever. So I've done loads of different types of things. So predictions is one of my full takes. Um, I actually predicted Woo! One Direction's journey. Um, I told the boys Whoa. that they'd be as big as the Beatles and they'd be, well, quite sure enough, they were. That was before they even, you know, that was their second week into the X Factor. So that was an amazing feat, obviously. So, yes, it's it's always it's always been my thing. Now, I, I was going to tell you, I had a story to tell you. I've done a reading yes. last week, week. Um, and I, a young boy had phoned me up and said, can I have a reading? I said, yes, of course you can. And he had a Skype reading from me. And I knew nothing about this lad. His name was Oliver Norris, and basically I brought his grandfather. I said, your brother is, um, is, is very big. And I pick up a big, drive, I get a lot of driving, racing car. Well, it turns out that this boy's brother is called Lando Norris, and he is the next big thing in the Formula, world, Formula One world. And he's going wow. to sign for McLaren next year. Um, and he's going to be the next Formula One big thing in, 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 in the thing. So I was very fortunate to be able to predict some of this stuff for him, and uh, it was all irrelevant to where he's just been signed by McLaren, and, uh, yeah, there's massive deals going on. So, yeah, it's 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 quite uh, amazing who you, who picks up the phone and talks to you, you know? <laughs>
1: oh, my goodness. Well, wait, you should have gotten – you know what you should have said? You should have taken a piece of that journey. You should have said, you know, if I predicted this, I'll take 1% of your of your pro- proceeds. Because you would have been, well, well you aren't, but.
2: <laughs> well, I, I did, he did ask me, this was his brother, who also was a touring car champion in this country, uh, which is like saloon cars and all that. I did, he said, say to me at the end of the reading, he said, oh, are you, do you like Formula One? I said, I used to follow it all the time. He said, well, I'd love to meet you and uh, maybe we can get you out, get you tickets to one of the uh, races and come and meet all the drivers on the pit start side. So I thought, well, that's, that's a bonus. I thought, thank you very much. Oh,
1: that's so nice. And listen, if you can figure out who to bet on and you feel he's the one, then think about that. You've already wrote your tickets.
2: Yeah, well, it's you know, it was always, it was always. Do you ever, you know, obviously, you know, the tennis star Serena Williams. Do you remember Serena Williams? Yes. You know, Serena Williams. Yes, I do. Okay. Yeah. Serena Williams was was was. Um, I, I knew Serena Williams was going to win um, Wimbledon back in. I think it was around about 2011 or 2012. She was actually mm-hmm. told to wear red because it empowered the energy. Red was an empowerment colour. She was actually told to wear red, and she wore red on her socks. I mean, she wore the whites, but she wore red, like, sweatband. She wore, like, red uh, on her trainers and that. And it actually empowered her to win. And, uh, and I knew that she was going to win that year because of that, that situation. So, you know, it is, it is, um, it's all about, obviously, the prediction is about because we have a choice as well. Predictions are there because they show you the little ways of the journey that go forward to the big validation. So predictions are are there because they're meant to be there. And sometimes we have a choice, even if we don't take that road. Do you understand what I mean? So many people ask me this question when some things don't come to fruition, but they understood that it was on that road. Is that we have a choice in life? So things, if they're meant to, they will have. You know, I I hate.
1: Uh, yeah, you know, I, I've always been shown, or what I see is, and I and sometimes I don't even know how to explain it, and then we'll go into the show as to the predictions, but uh, this, that life and life's journey is about going down the road, big highway, and you then you stop, there's a stop sign, and there's three paths. You can go to the right, you can go to the left, you can go straight through. And depending on what you choose, you can go easy, you can go hard, or you can go off the path. But eventually that road is going to come back around to where you need to be. It's just a journey and how you got there. So, (laughs) But I hate that. I think that's free will, and I don't like it. I wish you could say, you came down here, here's your journey, here's your map, let's go, and whoever gets there fastest, that's great. But let's
2: go um, that. if I know, why can't it be? I know, <laughs> well,
1: I don't basically. understand. <laughs> I know, it's you know, basically. and about <laughs> learning lessons. So you have to learn that many lessons. I mean, you know, my thought is this, can't you just come down here, make a lot of money or not, have a great time or not, love or not. And then, you know, hey, Why do we have to learn lessons? I'm sick of school. So I'm hoping that next time around, I don't have to learn so many lessons is what I'm going to tell everybody.
2: I think, think, Bonnie, what happens is is that we think that, that, you know, the finer things in life are always the better things in life. And that's not always the case. Mm -hmm. If we look at many great artists that have become millionaires, um, I like people like Michael Jackson, or you get the people like you know um, Whitney Houston. You know it doesn't make you happy. People think seem to think that that sort of thing makes you happy, and and it's not always about that. I think it's about loving yourself and loving where you are. It doesn't matter if you've got two pennies to rub together or two cents to rub together, or you've got a million pounds. If if you're happy within yourself and you and you want to live the life with no hardship, then then you've you've got it right. I don't think that people should be looking at, okay having everything in the world is is the suitable life. I think that if you get by in life and you're happy and and you support people and people support you back, that's all that should matter. And I think that's that's where I think us as human beings get it wrong, because at the end of the day, yes, money is an energy, but it doesn't. It depends how you spread that energy and, and what you do with it. And I think that's that's very important that um, we learn from that process within, you know, how we deal with our money and how we deal with the people around us within that process. So it's, it is part of the journey. It's part of the test. Um, but, yeah, it's it's an interesting topic. We could probably sit here and do about 10 shows, yeah. but, you know I, know, I know that you want to go in to do some predictions, so I'm going to sit here and be I do. Well, listen, I have to tell you this.
1: I would only want that. Like I could be, I could definitely be Lady Gaga, and I would love the money and the fame and everything else. And I wouldn't end up like Michael Jackson because, see, I know how to live, love, and laugh, and that's what it's all about. But I would still like to make that moolah so I could share it. But anyway, I I absolutely uh, agree. I, I feel lessons learned. This is earth school. I know you and I could talk about that. This is, you know, somebody said that I had 37 more lives, maybe 34, I made a few up uh, to have to come back and make up a certain cup, type of karmic circumstance. So I know I'll be back, but it's, it's that I I love when we all talk about life's lessons. That's really why we're here. We're here to learn, and and you are certainly a master teacher here, and I love that, Grant. Now let's go into, if we can, some predictions. Can you ask Michael? Is this going to help you with the predictions, or, or is your whole? Do you have Michael a whole group is, that help you? Uh,
2: my Michael is my main man. He's always right at the by my right side. So he's here 24-7 to uh, do this process. I'm, I'm what you call the dumb, dumb human. So I take no recognition for the energy of the prediction and what's going on. He's the main man.
1: Well, ask Michael if he'd like to. I don't know how. Well, some people do predictions in a different way. Uh, Jerry went through them. Uh, it, can you ask him for 2018 in any subject or all subjects, however he would like to do this, what does he see for 2018?
2: Overall, overall he, he's been talking about this lead up to 2018 uh, via the energy of 2016. What he was predicting for 2018, that we was going to be going through this test, this major test of things, what was happening in this year. And this year was meant to be happening. Now numerologically, it's a year one. So when you got a year one, it was all about starting anew, starting afresh, fresh and, and, and changes going on. Now changes that were feeling threatened, where we were looking at politics, where we were looking at what was going on in the world, and where we were looking at financial status with, with world politics as well. It was all about realising about this, and we're talking about this year now, we're talking about 2018 and where that sits in a minute and what the prediction is. 2017 was all about realizing what wasn't working for you and there's a reason for it the reason being is is that if it didn't work for you then it wasn't meant to be for you and that could be to do with relationship and finance and work families everything as a whole it was all about clearing also past energy and probably a lot of people would have found this year that this year was a year of people trying to reconnect people from the past trying to come in because it was a reflection to realize where you've been what was going on and where you need and where you was going and what was trying to be told for you what else was around you at that particular point so what's happening is this shift now 2018 won't start off in january within this link of everything being thrusted oh january the first bang happy new year everything's going to be wonderful no we're still seeing Yay! the change now <laughs> now we we know we know that if we go by the chinese new year that doesn't sort of come until february march time so what we're looking at is shifts around that third month of, of the march period moving on now how i how he gives it is he's looking at a complete different change within government feel. so there's going to be another spin around where government energy is now that's not just talking about where you are in America we're talking about where the energies of live within across Europe and the United Kingdom and throughout different areas of the world so we're going to be looking at at, at, at a very dramatic changes things being pulled into order again where chaos has been led. and the reason why chaos got led is because we were all sitting in a place where we didn't have confusion we didn't quite know what the hell we were doing and if we look at government, then yes, a lot of people may sit out there and go, well, I felt we were doing the right thing. But they may now be sitting there thinking, well, actually, did we? Well, we all did that. Every single one of us, yeah. you in America, us in England, we sat there with yeah. that energy and said, do you know what? We're going because we haven't got a clue anymore. We don't know what to do. We've tried one way. It's not work. We're going to try another way. So we've both gone through this on both sides of the, of, of, of the, uh, yeah. of the pond. But basically, next year is a year of, of, of something intervening. And it, has to, it, it had to intervene because we are striking the energy of where it's getting close to too many things. Now, I don't like to talk about politics too much, and I'm not going to delve right into that energy too closely. But it, let's, let's come away from the politics side and look at a personal level stuff. Next year is about new focus, new challenges. It is a year, it is going into the year two, so we are looking more into that energy of where we're focusing and putting our starting to realise where our plans were for this year. If we're looking at if we're looking at big future stuff, well, obviously we've got a royal wedding coming in that was needed. That's going to change a lot of things as well. They, they are my my guide does tell me here one in one out. So there's something here about um a new another child coming in, and I feel like there's also possibly a loss around the energy of something as well on that area where it comes to royal family. So there may well be a loss that you know and, and a change in that area as well. But I know that what I'm getting within within a lot of it overall, it is about on the mainstream energy of the core product, it is about positive changes going forward, people would have made their mind up about where they are, which we've seen a lot of this year, may that be personal relationship, like I said, or career stuff, and made that move, and made that leap forward. If we're looking at technology and we're looking around the energy of space and science and where we're getting with that, we are starting to see some new births of some new stars coming in. New planets, planets that are holding life, and there is one that comes up. I'm being told here around October of next year, where we're looking to see something that is now confirmed that may hold, you know, scientific proof of life. So something around the October period of next year is something of a massive find for NASA. Now there has been one that's been documented over the last couple of um, uh, last couple of months that there has also been a planet that has come and they found that. But I think they're going to find neighboring, a neighbouring planet or something around that same location within the universe which will sustain more life. So that's going to be an interesting find. I know that also yeah. Michael says to me here as well, that we're looking... Okay, Michael, get that to me again, please. Yeah, yeah. What he does talk about here also is the... Uh, uh, the symbolic energy of um it's almost like now this isn't set to be due, but there is also sightings of something um quite strange in the skies around that time is it u f o not this isn't what they' saying to me? It's almost like there's an explosion in the sky, a bit like a supernova for many, many miles or millions of miles out. So there's something also that's going to be spotted on that energy. Uh, So it's slightly different to where it is. Now, coming back to the sun's activity, which he's talking about here, we do realise that there's been a lot of changes in the sun over this last couple of years. We are on a solar minimum at the moment, which we're in this 11 year cycle. But if we look at next year, we are starting to see an improvement on navigation, GPS and things starting to rise back up again. On that level so that is going to be uh, very much easier for certain different things obviously for military bits and pieces blah 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 and I think a lot of things of thank you Michael a lot of things have been held back military wise as well of attack and bits and pieces or showing presence of that hence to do with Sun's activity and to do with communication so that may well be something that we might see a bit of a fearful energy of um, uh, a threat more than anything else as we go through into the late uh, spring period. So there's a lot going on there where we're looking at universe, what the Earth's doing, where we are with um, you know threats from other countries, like, like Korea bits and pieces like that. So we are seeing different changes there on a positive that might feel negative at the time, but is changing a situation because we've got more structure within the able to you know, follow GPS and do things with guided missiles, bits and pieces and what have you. So there's a lot going on there. One other thing that is coming up for next year, which isn't great, and I'm still on the energy of, of war and I don't like to talk about it, but there is, there is some simultaneous uh, energy of more terrorism attacks. I feel that there is more terrorism attacks. Now, I'm not going to pinpoint terrorism attacks. I'll put the fear in everybody and everybody that's listening. But there is terrorism uh, more coming in, and that'll be that there's something around the energy of around February time where there is quite a large energy of a, a terrorist attack as well. Now, I feel more like it's over here on the eastern side than it is over on your side on the western side. So, you know, we have to be warned and careful of that side of things. If I look again, if we go back into the energy of uh, celebrity stuff, we are looking at quite a, a, strong, a strong complication around the Kardashians. Now, the Kardashians are up and down, as we will know. There's, there's, you know, babies being born and bits and pieces. But I am being told for you guys out there, not that it's really interests us too much over here in the uk but the kardashians are going to go through a major split so there's somewhere in that energy i don't know who which kardashian that will be but there's going to be a bit of a shock on that energy as well so that's something to look out for as well is what i'm being told here um so there you go so there's quite a few bits and pieces there that um if you ask michael the question maybe you can focus on different areas as it comes but there's quite a few there to list
1: I love that. Let me ask Michael, or could you ask Michael, ask him if he would like to be my guide. I would be more than happy to have him. But if in case he decides he wants to stay with you, (laughs) I'm going to ask this question. Anything on sports. You know, we're big into sports. We love our football. We love, you know, we've got games coming up. So here we go. You've got a Super Bowl. You've got conferences. What does he see
2: for American football right well, American football, as you well know i'm I'm not into American football. I don't follow it whatsoever uh, but I am being shown something here that um, of, of a team um, that i I see. They've got a golden helmet um i I've got a feeling here that we're looking at something to do, and these are the two names that I've been brought out uh the Green Bay Packers and something to do with the San Francisco 49ers. And there's the, what I get with this, I, I I don't feel like that's a final or a Super Bowl energy, but what I feel is is that it's a very confrontational energy of a part of the season where it can turn something around. So there's something to do with Green Bay and, and the 49ers, that gives me the feeling like there's something to do with Cleveland. So I don't know who Cleveland are, I can tell you they are, but I'm getting that energy of something to do with them three different energies. If we're looking at baseball, baseball gives me the feeling like, I I don't really know what I'm getting with this, but I'm being told about Detroit or there's something about Detroit. um, I haven't got a clue, but there may be some league energy about something doing very well with Detroit baseball team or there's something to do with Detroit there. So I feel that there's a real good feel around uh, uh, their journey in the baseball side of things. Um, And if Uh we're looking at the basketball, basketball for you guys is we are looking at the energy of um, something to do with the balls. Um, So I don't know who that is. Is that the New York or is that that the... uh, But I'm getting the balls. So I don't know who that is, but I'm seeing the balls. And that's to do with basketball.
1: Oh, the Bulls are, I mean, my son is very into basketball. And if I'm not mistaken, the Bulls are, because I love basketball. But I'm, let me ask him the name of that team. Wait a minute. Arthur? Arthur? Okay, he's not, but I know the Bulls are in the middle of the state. So I know okay. that, and they're a big team. So, you, you know, you, you've got that one pretty good because a lot of people like the bulls and there's a famous player that plays for them if not two so okay gotcha yeah.
2: <laughs> right so Ta-da. i know that i know that, that that's where it is but if we go to soccer and um, we're looking at soccer mm-hmm. um we are looking really that because um, it's a big year for soccer i think we got the uh european cup coming in so i am looking at, at um, the energy of something really quite good there um that feels to me that I'm being shown red. I've got a funny prediction that we're looking at Spain doing quite well um, in the Europe, Euros, um, our Euros over here in Europe. So, yeah, that's more on the soccer side of things. So I've got a feeling that I'm predicting Spain to win the Euros this year.
1: Wow. Wow. I love this. Now, another subject, and then I'd like to know if you would answer some some people's questions but including mine but how about in medicine do you see any medical breakthroughs coming in in 2018
2: (laughs) well michael laughs in my ear he says (laughs) and i'm going why are you laughing michael and michael laughs because you know it is even though it's a year of moving forward with stuff and it's a good year 2018 where we come to the energy of where you know we look at different areas of It's very different in America than it is here. If we look at cures for cancer, you're already curing stuff for cancer on your side of the pond, where we're holding it back on this side. For some reason, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not so great um, on on our side for cures for cancers, but the American uh, um, medical side of it uh, seems to be bringing more things forward. But I feel that there is something here that is being launched around the energy of And this is more to do. This isn't to do with cancer now. So I'm 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 moving on here. There's something to do with uh, a new breakthrough. With something to do with dementia um, or Alzheimer's. Now that may not all be launched by next year, but there is something there that is coming forward to the table. I'm being told where there is a breakthrough within, uh, and it's like it's like slowing down a process, but it's not eliminating it. So there is something here that's, that's you know, fundamental to the end of the of, G of dementia, which is a horrible disease. But I know that I'm being told that this is something that's they're looking at and they may still be working on. But it's a major breakthrough. So for medicine, that's enormous. But it may not be that it actually puts into the energy of where it's actually fixing it at that point of next year. So that is a major thing. But it's more to do with the dementia side. That's really what I'm getting with it, Bonnie.
1: Wonderful. And how about, let me ask, it's like a crazy question, but I love it anyway, and I hope you're going to say yes! Do you feel like we might actually see some... People who don't look like us, who might be aliens or might be, you know, extraterrestrials in 2018?
2: Well, well, Michael <laughs> says to me, you've already been seeing them in 2017, 16, going back. They're around us all the time. I think what yes. we're, what, if you're asking the question about Pacific energy of, of what we're seeing, um, mm-hmm. not the time isn't right is what i'm being told so i know that this isn't a pro pro, uh, a progression within next year where we're going to start to see that you know you're always going to be going to get the stuff on youtube and bits and pieces but where the actual proof is within the energy of what we're seeing within that zone the time isn't right is what i'm being told so that is a no for now but i do know that we're not far away within this decade where we are sitting within the energy of where we're getting knowledge of, of alien or UFO energy, uh, more on proof of, and evidence.
1: And one other question I want to ask personally, and I'd like you to ask Michael, because this has been asked, and yeah. and there has been controversy over this. This isn't really a prediction, mm-hmm. but I want to know what he feels about the moon. Some people are under the impression that the moon is the only, uh, it doesn't, circulate like, you know, around the sun and that the moon might actually be put there versus something that is supposed to be there. So I don't know how to put this, but is the moon inhibited by uh, alien extraterrestrial extraterrestrial life forms and that's where they are watching us or is the moon the moon and it is just that?
2: Well, no, the moon uh, was situated um, within its area, is what I'm being told. Um, it's actually been, as from what I'm being told, as you're asking me the question, is uh, been put there as a cloaking device. Now, what does that yeah. mean? Yeah. It means that, that, that it is it is situated there as a type of instrument to cloak the energy of what it's hiding from behind it. Um, so there is something in its midst. Um, yeah, we've been talking about this planet NaruBu passing by um, over the last sort of year, um, and it's been it's supposed to be supposed to have clashed with NaruBu. NaruBu is uh, this this planet that is cloaked. Um, it's been studied, and uh, it's actually probably you could fit probably you know hundred thousand of our suns inside it. That's how big it is. Um, it, wow. It's enormous, but it it, it's, it has been picked up and monitored um, by certain different um, NASA devices, and it's being very much followed um, with great detail. But yes, the moon has its purpose as much as it has its purpose to the Earth. But it is there as we we class it as a satellite, obviously, because it it goes and it goes around our solar system. But it is there for a reason. Um, and yes, I do believe that the, the the moon is something that has been sort of controlled by um, something in the past with all alien activity and the higher being. I mean, you know, what we've got to remember is, is that the solar system and the universe is a very unique thing. And when we talk about aliens, we're talking about higher energies, higher beings. We are talking about, you yeah. know, little green people that just come from, you know, we're talking <laughs> about higher being energy. So we're talking yeah. about energies that of the universe that is trying to not let out something that we're not allowed to know about. I mean, we're, we're touching technology at the moment where we're actually creating, you know, we're talking about British aerospace, we're talking about Virgin and Richard Branson colliding with you guys and actually putting and having trips to Mars very soon. So we're, we're, yeah. we, you know, we are touching an area which is a little bit iffy and that, That isn't a bad thing. We're not really got to the concept of being able to get as far as we need to 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 find out too much. But there is, you know, the moon is is a big part of that cloaking energy. So it is very majorly important that, um, you know, you've got to think about eclipses and, you know, solar eclipses and and eclipses. You know, the the fact of the matter is the God's worshipped eclipses for a reason. And the reason being, and you know we're talking about the gods we're talking about you know um, you know the mayans we're talking about you know the the, yeah. the Aztecs, you know all these people um, and the Incas they all worshiped the, the the moon the sun, and everything, but when eclipse is coming, there is that energy of worshiping eclipses and and, and and majorly celebrating eclipse times, and that's because I believe that from what Michael tells me here is, is that there was major stuff going on with knowledge of people of then times, knowing that there was a, a significance within eclipses that's between the sun and the moon and everything and, and cloaking energy and, and where we could, um, you know, alien energy could come forward and, and not have to show their in any form while these eclipses were going on in a very short period of time because time to us is very, very slow. So eclipse lasts, what, a minute if we're lucky,
4: yeah. you
2: know, but it gives time enough for um, hidden energy to be able you know, spacecraft to come down, you know, join the energy of, of the Earth and, and, and have these connections with us. So, yes, the moon, the moon is not going to, if you're asking about a prediction with the moon, The moon is is not going to change much at all. Um, It is what it is. And it will probably outlive, believe it or not, the Earth.
1: (laughs) I I feel that way, too. I I do want to say, and this is crazy uh, from my astrologist, the sun and the moon, remember, are the only two planets that or non planets or planets that do not go retrograde just think about that all the other planets yeah. do so really and july also, and august which is sun and moon don't retrograde
2: also, also what you have to remember is it's a signifier. it's like a signal it's a transmitter if you think about the moon's energy we think about emotions and how it how it affects our emotions you know, a full moon will affect our emotions. So it's transmitting yeah. that energy. So it's a transmitter as much as it is a cloaker. It's, it, it's a vessel within itself. It's a bit like the Death Star of Star Wars. It controls a lot of things. Now, what's inside the moon, we don't know. What is classed? We, we do know that scientists have found, you know, very... I believe that they said that there was some metallic energy of objects or, or underneath the crust of the moon there was metallic hard shell there so we know that there's something within it more than what it is
1: I so agree and this is just crazy too that I heard then we're going to go to the phone lines because everybody's (laughs) just saying that you know they'd love to chat with you but I I do have to tell you that the moon like this is what what is so amazing How, how many times have we landed on the moon I mean Grant can you maybe it's me but I can't even count on you know, we haven't landed on the moon that much. You would think that with all the technology we have, we would be there. And this is what rumor has it that we landed there, or we said we landed there, and there were uh, life forms there that said you won't be coming back. And so we don't do that. Do you feel we, that that is any, is, does that give you any, or does Michael understand what I'm saying, or is that just something that is hearsay?
2: We're we're on the moon more than we're actually led led to know. Um, you know, you know as well as me. We're looking at we're, we're looking at flying to Mars at the moment. So moon is a very yeah. trip. If 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 yeah. you if you think about um, cover up, I mean, there's a lot of cover up to do with energy of what's going on out there in the universe. We know that by Area 51. We know what's going on within yeah. the American government's knowledge. You know, I had an interview years ago uh, on a radio show and there was talk about a, a, a Russian guy, you know, um, professor that was talking about the, the war Go back into the 80s of, you know, Gorbachev and, and that, you know, and, and Reagan. And there was, and even before then, um, the, it wasn't we wasn't making weapons of mass destruction to destroy each other. The Russians didn't even have that technology. What we were doing was making space weapons for invasion, because we didn't have the knowledge back then of what we know today. Um, So basically, you know, we are making weapons of mass destruction, but what were we fearing? Now, obviously, over the years, we've studied a lot more and that there's been a lot more knowledge and we've seen a lot more ufo sightings but this is this is an area now where we are on the moon more than ever um you know i i do believe that there's more to the moon that was ever allowed to be unleashed and that was under the secrecy yeah. act obviously uh you know baby with the cia and what was going on out there so there's a lot of that side of it but yeah uh, you know it is, it, it, that's my belief, and that's what I've, I've always been told by spirit energy that it is part of a makeup of what what is needed to protect this earth. It is. It's very much there as a self defence mechanism, and not against alien attack, but against other forces as well of what's coming in from the energy of the solar system. And I'm, I'm a big believer, as many people out there fear these alien beings. They're actually here to protect us and have knowledge about what's going on and what's coming in. And they, have to, they, they don't want to freak us out. So, you know, if they're landing on the dark side of the moon, then that's fine. Not, we're not going to have no knowledge of it. You understand what I mean?
1: Yes, and I agree with you totally. I, believe, I I don't I don't I'm not one to believe aliens or uh, other forms of life are are uh, here to are, are mean or or negative. I believe that they are here to protect us. In fact, I know I interviewed somebody who will tell you that there are people living on the earth. Well, they're not people, but they look like people. Excellent. Are here to evaluate, protect, and they live in rural areas. They. They, you know, they they are here, and they are here to make sure we don't destroy ourselves, is what I think, or to learn from us. So I I, I love everything you're saying, Grant. Now let well, me I, ask I, you a I, question.
2: I know. Go oh God, I was going to say I know that, uh, you know, I, I've got alien energy in me, and I also know that we've got a man out on the side there that's also got alien energy in him, and that's that's <laughs> very yes. Jerry Humphreys. Yes, he does.
1: <laughs> in fact, I think I call him space man all the time all himself space man but uh but yeah <laughs> um he does i don't i think he has more uh star energy out there than he actually has human energy but that's because he's so connected and i am assuming you are too so and and but what i want to ask you is because we we don't have a whole lot of time and i want to get to the phone lines only because people want to know who you are what you do I would like to keep it to whatever you want to do. If, and then ask Michael before we go, does Michael have anything else he would like to, to talk and say to our audience before we actually move to some
2: people? Uh, I think the main message for Michael is not, not to worry and panic about what's going on out in the world at the moment. I mean, we're, we're talking about, you know, we are on the Western side living in a big fear at the moment of what's going on. You know across the the uh middle east and obviously out to the energy of, korea, of north korea you know i i say this and michael says this if it was going to happen it would have happened by now this is this is all to do with i say um, the same thing you know it's, it's control it's all to do with like and believe it or not and you know that we know this we we know this and this is this has been proven over the years that it's all to, do, all to do with politics and money. The fact of the matter is, yeah. it's all to do with uh, power and, and whatever. we know that also, and, and this has been documented. Many films out there about this, so you know, don't all come and hit in on me. That the Americans have supplied a lot of weaponry over the years to, uh, you know, fighting enemies and and supplied the enemies of, 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 of these of these these weapons, and then absolutely, two, you know, it's. As devastating as it is, guys, you know, and it's horrible when there's losses of life. You know, war is a horrible thing, but so is money. And that's what I say about money, power and corruption. The thing is with it, you're going to get these conflicts. They are going to happen. That will never die because we'll never learn that lesson. But the fact of the matter is, is that what we're seeing, you know, we've had these, we've had these different um, things with uh, different energies of Iraq and all these different uh, places. You know, if it ain't one thing, it'll be another. And I think that we're, we're looking at North Korea, we're looking at North Korea, and Michael's saying to me that there is no panic. Nothing's ever going to come anywhere close to the energy of where it's going to hit, you know, America or whatever. And, and you know, we, we're, you're too powerful as a nation to even worry about it, because it wouldn't even... Get anywhere near before that was was blasted out of the air. Do you know what I mean? Or misfunc or malfunctions. So you know, guys, my Michael's worry is more about natural disaster. We have got yeah. major things coming in natural disaster. I do know that Michael was telling me that we aren't far away from another tsunami. Now, tsunami hits again, really, roughly, and it's it's more towards. Um, and I don't want to scare you too much, but there, it, it doesn't feel like it's a massive one like it was of Japan but it feels like there's a small tsunami that come, could come in and hit the coast of South America somewhere. So there's something around the pull of South America where there may be some some natural disaster down there somewhere. So do remember that. Uh, so we could be looking anywhere as far down as sort of Mexico or around them areas where there could be some of that going on. Now, I don't want to scare people because, you know, we're we're talking about, A knowledge of what Michael's saying to me that he doesn't want to put over like he doesn't predict death do you understand what I mean he hates to do it but he has to say that we have to be prepared for something So he's trying to say to me, be prepared for it. There is some natural disaster stuff coming up. It may not be as major as where things have been before, but they are things to be aware of.
1: Any other major disasters? You're not the only one who just gave that tsunami warning, by the way. (laughs) It's amazing how I had...
2: We have got... You know, I had... we have got some go earthquake stuff. I mean, there's there's a lot of earthquakes, and obviously across America and uh, western side of America, there's always a lot of earthquakes because you're sitting on a lot of tectonic plates. But I know that yeah. what I'm getting here is that there is some major major earthquakes going on as we go around the energy of you know uh, from California up to I think it's San Francisco up to the north side of things. So we are we have we have got quite a bit of shift and movement going on there and there's quite a few volcanoes erupting this year as well i know that um, there's there's a hell of a lot of uh, there, i mean we've got one going off in bali recently so there's going to wow. be some some uh, volcanic energy as well um, throughout the throughout the world that's going to be sort of uh, lifting but you know we are we are talking about major shifts going on not just recently i mean we're talking about shifts that's been going on for the last two to three decades so we are looking at a lot of stuff that's that's being hyped again but you know it's not on a major scale where we have to worry so no one has to vacate uh you know Jellystone Park or wherever it is up it, or the yellow, you know, up, up, up on the north side of America, yeah, it's not going to erupt and destroy us yet, even though the prediction of 2012, everyone was worried about it. But, you know, there are small eruptions. That one will lay dormant for a very long time. But we are talking about other parts of the world as well. So we are talking about, you know, um, around the energies of Russia and around that as well, that we will be looking at eruptions of volcanoes as well.
1: Wow. Oh, I love all these predictions. I think it gives us a a way to travel. It gives us a way to look forward. It it gives us a map of just what 2018 might look like, will look like, and can look like. And I love that. Now, is there anything else that Michael would like to say before we actually move to some callers?
2: Well, he, he just wanted to back up the whole process by getting me to pull three cards on it. And this is very interesting about the three cards, because as he guided me, he wanted to just put that all into one hole for you. And the three cards is obviously the past, present, future, okay? So the past, we're looking back at 2017, this year. What have I got? The Ten of Swords. Ten of Swords is that stabbed in the back, frustrating feel. Feels like we haven't got anywhere within life. So that's pretty much in a nutshell about the past. The card in the middle here is the present. It's the death card. It's about change, major change. Death of a situation, start of a new situation. Then we have to look at the card that's in front of us, the king of coins. Now, the king of coins, when we think about the... Sorry, not the king, the knight of coins. The knight of coins is all about going into battle. Now don't worry about it. it's not about going into war when we think about coins it's about looking at financial side of things we're you know we're all starting to look at where we need to balance the energy of where things are politics wise what's going on with with europe and the eu and where england sits with that but that all affects you guys out in america because it has to because it affects how the the economy is with the english and you know the americans everything's on a balance so there is a journey forward here of fixing and this is what i said to you earlier on Financial side, politics is going to change. It has to change. It's going to change. Look, no one says that Trump, even though Trump is getting a hard time, no one's saying Trump wasn't part of a process. Of course he was. Trump is a very big part of the process to make some changes. Yes, we may not all agree with what Trump's saying. I understand that. I get that. So, But sometimes we need <laughs> the businessman to come in who doesn't know what he's doing, to make people realize around him that this is showing that we can have to come in and change the politics around it to make the right people come forward. Because, no disrespect to both of them, Hillary and Trump, neither of them uh, are the right people to stand no. as candidates. Neither no, they missed them. So we're looking at, no, you're right. So. So, so what it is, is is that is new power coming forward to stand in the way and new energies of elections and things. I don't think, I never said that Trump would be in power for, for a long period of time. I think he's got a hell of a lot of democratic energy, but, you know, against that energy of where he's going. And I think that within that, that process, it's going to change a lot of things.
1: Well, you know what? I ran for You know, my big thing is, and I am telling you, I would have made a great president. So there you go. Maybe somebody will hear this show and run me for president. So I could fix a whole lot of things.
2: I think Arnold Schwarzenegger would have been a, a great president, don't you?
1: yes yes but you know what i can fix health care and he can't i can fix health care he might have been able to take care of the world but i could have took care of health care no. so i i totally so there you go so,
2: I, so overall, go that's pretty much summing it up
1: I love it. And I got to tell you, the more I talk to you, and the more I'm hearing Michael, the more, I know you're going to hate this and probably because you and I talk, but does Michael have anything for what's around me? Cause you know, I've got all these callers on and you know what? Sometimes it's about me. So can you, can, do you see anybody around me? And any, any, anything you can tell me that you need to tell? Me.
2: Well, again as michael pulled me to the cards michael pulled me to the king of wands again so the king of wands is all about focusing on your work there is new connections coming in now what i like about what michael gave me was a really good feeling but then he backed it up with the world card so the world card is standing on top of the world yes it's about it's about making new connections it's about making new energy of where and and making new connections from old connections so what does that mean? It means means reconnecting with old energy of connections, but starting new connections through them old connections to bring forward new energy, to force the energy of where you're going forward within radio. Radio gives me the feeling of of, of, of a massive broadcast for you over the next 18 months, really. So it's more next year and the year after, but we're getting more back into a vibe of things for you there, Bonnie. We're starting to see that that, you know, I think as much as you may will do your radio show, we know that you're being invited to other radio shows as guests as well. And this is all good for you because it's bringing forth real good energy where the work's concerned and the message. Now, you know, I put the next card forward and what was it? The Ace of Wands. So we're seeing triumph over the energy of where your work and where your hard work's been over the last sort of, I want to go back six years, really. So I'm being taken back six years. So I know six years may well be where you start to put a lot of hard work and effort on the energy of where this work is and what you're doing with the radio. There is always hopes and fears there. There's always the the worry about it going forward and will it slip back. Well, yeah, Michael understands that, but... You know, for you, it's really an area where I'm starting to see more connection, more stuff coming forward, and possibly a change in a brand of a radio show.
1: Woohoo! I love you, and you know what? I really have loved my Michael. So you tell Michael that anytime he wants to come to me, I'm game. So <laughs> that is so <laughs> nice, <laughs> and Michael, I want to thank never, you take, as well. Never,
2: never, Never take him up on that offer, Bonnie, because he's a cheeky so-and-so.
1: I love him. I can already feel his energy, and I love him. I'll take him anytime, and I'll take you too. But I would love—can we talk to a few people in the audience? We we certainly uh, would like to connect to a few of them. But before we do that, please tell everybody because you do this—you're very famous—and you do this for a living. And I, I want people to understand how to get a hold of you. We do have your thank you, Candy. We do have your your website up in chat. But can you please tell everybody listening how to get a hold of you and if that if they would like a reading or they would like, a, I, I'm assuming you do Skype, Any, anything that you can put forward for anybody, please.
2: Yeah, it doesn't matter where um, you are outside. in the world. I mean, I've read... I, I've read for people from America to Australia, you know, down to Brazil, Japan. I've read for people all over the world. Um, if you want to get hold of me, you can go through to www.grant, that's G-R-A-N-T, slash, or uh, there's a little, it's not a slash, it's like a little mark, Collier, C-O-L-Y-E-R, dot uk um, and you can come through to me via my email address at grantcollier at googlemail dot com, and also on the website you can message me by info at com as well. So there's three ways there you can get hold of me: One, what, two ways through the through the website, and one via my Gmail. Um, so don't don't put gmail.com, put googlemail.com. That's Grant Collier C O L Y E R Collier c-o-l-y-e-r.com and uh, you can come to me direct and I can do Skype readings and I can also do uh, telephone readings but and I can also do Facebook uh, messenger readings. So there's many ways to contact me, guys. Um, I don't, unfortunately, do email readings, I'm afraid. I just don't get the time. Um, And I like to, I flow more with the energy without having to do email readings. Sometimes email, email readings are good but I like to flow and be in that energy.
1: Well, I love that, Grant. And if there is anyone that you want to contact, it would be Grant Collier. So please, again, he does this for a living. He'd love to hear from you. And we are going to go to the audience. So everyone listening, we have Grant with us. He is a psychic medium. He can connect to your loved ones. Uh, Let's keep it brief because we've got a lot, or not that Grant has to, but one question only, or ask who's around you, because I'd like to get to a few people. So 916, you are on with the very famous Grant Collier. Hi.
3: Hi, Bonnie, it's Nancy. Hi, Grant. Hi, Nancy. Ah,
1: Hi, Nancy. Ah, Nancy,
3: I'm gonna hand you right over. Nancy, this is Grant, Grant,
1: this is Nancy. Well, hi, Grant. Hi, Nancy,
3: how are you doing,
2: honey?
3: I'm, I'm doing uh, fine I'm uh, Can great, you hear me
2: divided.
3: okay? I certainly can.
2: Oh, bless your heart, Nancy. <laughs> I love your energy. You Do you know, do you know what, oh. Nancy? I don't know what it is, but I feel like I've got love on my mind. I almost feel like at the moment there's this feeling of like being in a really good place. Um, would you understand that, um, I don't know, I keep being shown children at the moment. Have you been thinking about children or are you thinking about working with children? Does that make sense to you?
3: Um, okay, I'm thinking about my grandchildren. My uh, grandson just had a birthday.
2: That would make total sense to me because I was picking up on the male energy. And I know that when I'm picking up on this, I almost feel like at the moment there should be another child coming in. Now, it's not for you, obviously, but I do feel that there should be another birth in the family. Has your do- Is it your daughter's boy?
3: Yes, it is, but she can't have any more children, so I don't know who it well, I- would be.
2: I don't know where that will come in then, but I'm picking up more children coming in around. But I am feeling like I'm getting the feeling like there should be another one coming in. So remember I said it, I'd never take away the option of, of or, the, or the message of what I'm being shown here. But I feel really at the moment, Nancy, that there is this shift pattern within you about taking a change on your life or looking about where your living area is. I almost feel like I'm looking around the room at the moment and I feel like I want to change it or I want to, I don't want to move, but I feel like I want to change. So I don't know if you've been thinking about relocating energies of changing rooms or there's something here about you wanting to make some more spikes, do you understand that?
3: I do, absolutely.
2: But and I feel like this is more like a French way of energy, And really sort of giving yourself some space and taking this time to shift the energy of where things have been. And the reason why I say shifting where things have been, on a personal level for you, it does feel like it has been a little bit sort of um, stagnant. I feel almost Mm -hmm. like nothing's got going for you this year, really, too much. I mean, you're a happy-go-lucky energy, but I know that there's a stagnation within the energy of where you felt you are within yourself, and that can accumulate to the energy of where you are within your working process. And I don't want to say that I'm talking about working as a level of work. I'm talking about personal journey of something that you would want to take up within, like, a job role. Do you understand this?
3: Oh, I surely do, (laughs) yes. and i feel
2: almost like on a spiritual connection with you honey i feel like i want to advance your energy on that level where maybe you've thought about working personally with spirit or you you want to up the ante where where spirit is and having more connection through the work does this make sense to you honey
3: yes it does
2: you know because you are an amazing healer my 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 darling and i know that for you that you are somebody here that should be um taking more heed from the energy of your own self and understanding that you need to change things because it allows you to feel drained within yourself does that make sense
3: yeah in many ways yes
2: and and by taking and by taking heed of the energy they're talking about (laughs) making the changes around you to change the energy around you to bring forth this new energy within you for new ideas and pushing you because you've been wanting to do a lot over the last couple of years Michael says to me here but he says to me here your non-motivational energy is to do with more within the energy of what's around you and what's happening with you on the earth plane and that can cause the effect of that blockage does that make sense
3: Mm -hmm. yes
2: and you, you know, and I, I pulled the card here of the five of cups. So that's about crying over spilt milk. So it can be that you have been let down in the past, where this, the, you know, on personal levels. So it is not your confidence going forward and put you into this isolation feel about, you know, not having the energy or can't be motivated to change what's going on around me. Does that make sense to you?
3: Oh yes. Yes, yes.
2: (laughs) bless your heart darling well the tower card pulls up over the top of here and Michael's backing it up with the tower card because it's all about rebuilding foundations it's all about looking at yourself and brushing yourself down, dusting yourself off and saying don't let the past get you down brush yourself off, you're a better person than where everything was and you're a better person because this feels like it's an emotional stuff on a personal level of relationship that's let you down does that make sense to you?
3: um perhaps i let it uh, it's get a family
2: it. relationship that it is to yes. do with partner does that make sense yes it
3: does
2: good okay because i you know we may not just be talking about the recent years we're going right back with this it's, you know it, it's a it feels almost like you've had a hard spell where family's been does that make sense to you Mhm. yes because he does talk about this in a very very sort of um deep mannerism of like taking you to the core energy of where you know some confidence issues are if that makes sense but i know that you're going to strive forward here um and he tells me about rebuilding foundations now this isn't just all in next year we have got a bit of a bit of a journey he tells me over the next couple of years where you still got to get all this into the energy i am being shown the butterfly so that is transformation i know that when he says this to me you know In time, you'll feel like that butterfly and you'll feel beautiful again. Because sometimes you don't feel beautiful. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah,
3: stagnation.
2: (laughs) That's it. It's all about stagnation. It's not about how you look. It's about how you feel. And and beauty is within the energy of how we feel. And that's very much what he's trying to say to me here, darling. But, you know, you've got decisions to make. There is stuff coming up here about, um, you know, you should have two children. Does that make sense?
3: Um I personally I just have one. Um my, my husband Did you lose has one, two. darling? Yeah, Did you lose a child?
2: No. Oh well that's what oh okay. Well is I've got a I've got a boy coming I've got a boy coming in. This is what I first picked up on before, but I just felt like when you was talking about your 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 grandson, that's probably not what I was getting. So there's this feeling about the energy. Has your, as your partner got a son that has been away or not been in the energy of anything recently?
3: No, he has two daughters.
2: Uh, right Well, I haven't got a clue what this is, Dean. There's almost like a son's energy coming in. Now, it could be son-in-law. Is there any any energy of marriage or anything coming in around around these children? Um...
1: Uh... No, they're not Maybe it's now. for my children. Yeah, that could no, be. <laughs> I'm, I'm,
2: Nancy, actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you this. And You can't have any more children, no. Oh
4: no,
3: <laughs>
2: no. Have you been thinking about adoption or bringing any, any no. children? In? No, no. Well, no.
3: remember, I
2: remember I'm saying it because I can't let this go. It's like I'm bringing something in. And I'm almost feeling almost like I am putting that energy as a some figure. It may not be that you're directly adopted, but it might be somebody that you're taking on as a role oh. to be there as a, a parenting figure, even though you're they may not be even living with you. But you have that role to take on, is what I'm being told.
3: Okay. I know. So remember.
2: Emma Michael said that to you because it's quite important. Now, have you had, before I come away from you, Nancy, have, I, have you had some problems with your shoulder and arm?
3: Yes, I had a, what do they call it, a frozen shoulder. I had that about a year ago. It's okay now.
2: And the reason why I'm giving you that validation is to validate the stuff that you don't know about with this boy coming in. So I, that's the way they like to do it with me. He'll give you something okay. you don't know and then give you something you do know. <laughs> I oh, love that. And you know,
1: Gr- and Greg is the validator. So he just said what he is. So I am so happy that he is able to give that to you. We do have to move on. So I want you to uh, know that, yeah, that you got lucky, honey, very lucky. Because we've got so many people that want to talk to Grant. They will not be able to, but hope. All right, Uh, Grant, I have some cards for you. You know, when you were talking, you know how you gave me a reading? I have one Uh for you. And it is crazy because when I heard yeah. I, listen, I I don't always throw cards. I love my cards, but like you, I listen. So I heard spirit say to me, please throw something for Grant because, you know, energy is energy. So the first card I threw for you, which I love, and I didn't even think about it, but while you were talking is the two of coins or the two of pentacles, somebody juggling. It's a, 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 And he's doing kind of a jig as he's juggling. So I know he's happy, but he seems to be juggling two different earthly things, which must be work, because Earth is about money. Earth is about what you uh, plant here. Earth is about Mother Gaia. It's what's physically planted. So to me, I'm giving you the two of coins or the two of pentacles. You are juggling two different things. Unless you're a Gemini and you juggle two different things always, like two different personalities. This shows me that you are juggling two different things that you are uh, at work, two or more, but two big ones that you are working on. The next card I pulled for you, which is really cool. I love this card and I might take it back. Is the six of wands. It's the victory card. So whatever you're juggling, and I love this, you are going to be victorious no matter which one you bring forward if you just bring forward both of them uh one at a time you'll be victor victorious at both of them and i don't know why i'm saying that because usually when you're juggling you only bring one forward but for some reason i'm feeling you're going to bring both of them forward but one at a time you're going to be victorious at both of them the next card i can't even believe i pulled out because that's too good to be true. And you know, not everybody gets this spread, but two cards fell out. One, I thought, ah, oh, he's gonna die. And the other one was the best card to me uh, in the deck. Emotional, it's the Nine of Cups. The Nine of Cups is all about wishes. granting wishes, they're almost there. But underneath was the uh, Nine or the Ten of Swords. The Ten of Swords, came out underneath the wish card. So, you know, for me, that means that it's the ending of the cycle of you being feeling that you've been stabbed in the back or that things aren't working out. It's the end of that. On top of that card, they both fell out together was the Nine of Cups, your wish card coming true. So here you're juggling two different earthly uh, positions. You're going to be victorious no matter which one you pick. The end of you feeling like you're stabbed or not being able to move forward and whatever you wish for is coming. It's almost there because you know the nine of cups, all your wishes being granted, but you know that tenth cup is right there. So the next card that I pulled, because I don't usually pull more, but the next card that I pulled out was the six of swords. You going from waters that are kind of choppy into calm, clear water into a new dawn, into a new way of being. And so to me, this tells me that whatever grant that you put your mind to, your matter to, and your business sense to, you're going to be victorious. The The uh, time of you not either people uh, trying to grab what you want from you, or that you feel that people are um, not being honest with you is over and your wish is coming true so oh my gosh how could you get any better cards than that
2: <laughs> well thank you very much it's not very often somebody <laughs> reads for me yet uh bonnie but uh yeah no that that was incredible thank you darling and it, it's well relevant I have- as well it's very relevant
1: well i hope so because when the two fell out at the same time i'm thinking to myself oh my gosh what am i going to do with this and my spirit guides made me made me read them so i am going to pick it you've been so wonderful now i just to let you know we're on I don't know how long I told you the show was going to be. So usually it's ninety yep. minutes. We're going on almost past ninety minutes. Is there I have a full board of people for you? And I know that we, you know, we love doing chatting. So would you how yep. is your time relevant and how, how is your time going? Can you pick up a couple more callers or would you like yeah, to absolutely. end this show? Okay, great. Um oh, that's fine. I thoughts,
2: i can a couple more callers.
1: Oh, well, good, because poor Jerry's probably sitting there going, oh, so here we go, 650, you are on with Grom. Hi.
5: Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Grant. Thank you so much for taking my call. I appreciate it. This is Miranda from California. Hi,
1: Miranda. Hi, hi, Mar- Hello. I'm Hello handing you, you right over to the Maya. So, hi. So nice to meet you. I hope the uh, fires aren't around where you are
5: no thankfully not I am not uh, near the fire zone no perfect but, all right you're yeah. up go ahead Wow, you. Hi, you right. ask...
2: how are you doing darling go
5: on. hello grant It's so nice to be able to connect with you <laughs> yeah I'm just wondering whatever you pick up uh, for me in the next couple of months would be appreciated
2: well, you know, because uh, I'm working very quick here, and obviously it's hard mm-hmm. to link into the mediumship. So I'm. Um, I pulled a couple of cards for you, darling. You have got some amazing mm-hmm. cards coming out. You got you got the Ace of 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 Wands, which is all about triumph around the energy of work and money. Um, mm-hmm. and I have got the, the 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 Ace of Pentacles that backs that up as well. But what I really like here, and this is this isn't always depicted to the energy of work and and life. Again, I'm picking up love with you, darling, and I feel almost like I've got the energy of something new coming in for you. And as I pulled that energy, uh, the next card, it was the Two of Cups. And the Two of Cups is a bit like the lover's card for me. It's about bringing Mm -hmm. two people together. I really Mm -hmm. love the feeling. But but what I get within it, I I feel like I've got somebody around you at the moment, Miranda. Does that make sense? It does. Yes, it
5: does.
2: Mm -hmm. Right. Do you understand where I feel like I want to say um, that there's something still quite fresh about this relationship or it feels like it's getting into the more nitty-gritties of something where ha- it had been a little bit hard? Does that make sense?
5: Mm-hmm.
2: It does make sense, yes. But I, I, what I get is like a reconnection or a feeling exactly. like the energy is a lot better. Do you understand that?
5: I do, I do. You're right.
2: Mm-hmm. Brilliant. And I, what I like about the cards in front of it is showing you here a more joyous <laughs> time. Did you have a bit of a trust issue with this situation at some point?
5: Uh, at some point, yes, yes.
2: Mm-hmm. And I know that we're through it now, but I know that I don't want to worry you on that same level anymore. Just out of mm-hmm. interest, did you have did you have any connection with your partner for a working link? Like, it doesn't mean to say you work with him, but did you make, did he meet you through your work or? Did you meet him through his work? Uh,
5: neither. We didn't meet
2: through work, no. That's interesting. Have you been talking about doing something on a work level together anywhere in the future?
5: And Oh, you know, I'd love to. Yes,
2: yes. Um, well, there is a work you. here, mm-hmm. I'm being told, where I feel almost mm-hmm. like I'm putting you together mm-hmm. in a working aspect. And it feels almost like Miranda that I'm putting this energy where you know you know when I get with him I get the feeling almost like I'm very sort of um, intellectual I feel very good on a on an area with my brain. Do you, do you understand where he's very good with things like finances and things?
5: Yes, that's true. Mm-hmm.
2: Right, and I feel like there's something him backing up the energy of an idea of something that you wanted to do. Or talked about doing on a business level. Does that make sense to you? Yeah,
5: yeah. It would be more on like some sort of spiritual, holistic.
2: That would make no. total sense. To me. Mm-hmm. That makes total sense to me because I tell you for why, Miranda. Because I mm-hmm. feel like you're making him, you're drawing his energy in more on this on this work. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It's almost like he's going with the flow, but he needed it. Does that make sense?
5: I think so, it's it's my passion and I want him to be a part of it and I think he's, and yeah. he's going
2: to he's going yeah. to be oh. and I think that within that I think within that journey as well from what I'm being told here and it is a, it is a slow process it's not something that's mm-hmm. just going to happen overnight I still feel like right. he's still having to coax his energy right at this moment within that oh. journey of where you're going within your, your work and, and your feeling towards spirit but I know that I'm getting here that Whatever's happening, the card of the Tower card is all about rebuilding foundations. So I do feel that as much as it's repairing uh, for, or preparing sorry, something for you to go forward on a work level, it's actually mm-hmm. repairing something you've gone through personally together. Does that make sense mm-hmm. to you? It does,
5: Yeah. And does. that's what it's
2: all about it's because it's all about coming together to, one, do the work, but two, to repair where you two guys have been through the process mm-hmm. of a letdown or a struggle where relationships have been concerned. Does that make mm-hmm. sense?
5: It does.
2: Now, have, mm-hmm. have you, ha, wherever you are, I know California is a big place, but can you actually see the sea where you're sitting?
5: No, I cannot.
2: Uh, have you been thinking about moving or going near the coastline or setting up a business near near the coastline.
5: Not near the coast, but I'm contemplating a move near water.
2: That would make wow. sense. All I'm getting is that water yeah. and energy, and I feel like I'm moving you to it. If it's if it's if it's water, it's a big lake. So you're it's right lake. on the next. It's almost like a combo next to a lake. Do you understand what I mean?
5: Yeah, it would be. It would have a lake view if I were to go forward with this.
2: And, um, it, I, and I, tell you, I tell you, this is so nice. It's almost like okay. you can bring a boat right up to the, to the back of your home. Um, so that's how close you can be to the water. You can bring the, the boat yeah. right to the back of the house. And I'm yeah. seeing wow. this journey. I'm seeing this beautiful journey of a spiritual connection with this place. So I do feel that you're going to be moving there. The universe was putting that energy there for you, and it's going to happen.
5: Oh wow! <laughs> Do you see it when? Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I will say you, to
2: you, I'm being being told here is is that this is a this is a journey that's going to take you there within the next three years. But I don't I don't feel like we're right at the the first start of that third year. I feel we're at the latter pages, stages of that third year, and there will be a move around the autumn period, around October, where I feel that the move will happen.
5: Hmm. Okay.
2: In wow. that third year, wow. okay? Not next year, that third actually, year. Oh, I also I feel thinking... here as well, mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. quickly, I feel here that I'm bringing a new dog into the energy as well. So there's a new dog coming in, um, or a dog that's being brought into the energy there. Um, you, did you lose a dog, apparently? You lost a dog. No, no,
5: actually, no. Long, I'm, I'm, a long no, time no, ago, no. you lost the dog. No, no, I've never actually had a pet, and I don't have Does any he intention. he have one? No,
2: he didn't either. Well, that's strange. I'm being told about a loss of a dog and one coming in. Remember I said that because I feel like there'll (laughs) be a dog around, a loss of a dog, and you'll get another one. So it may not be what you've had. It might be that you have a dog. Sadly, you lose it, and there'll be another one that comes in. Remember I said it because I just get it told in my ear. I don't know how to construct that over sometime. But I am giving that message. Would you understand who Rob is? Rob or Ron or Ron?
5: No, I don't.
2: Okay, remember that name. And I know that that's important to the energy of something to do with the dog or something to do with the property and the dog when it comes in. Okay. And there's also a very, very strong link to a grandmother energy here uh, on the spirit side. I know that she works very closely with you um as a guided figure i know yes. she comes forward yeah there would be three girls in the family or three sisters does that make sense to you
5: i'm not sure about the sister part but yes i do know that my grandmother is one of my guides yes
2: right i feel like she was either one of three or your mum mm-hmm. was one of three but she talks about mm-hmm. three on that level and there's also a a, a, a link to the name that sounds like Ka- Ka- Carol, Carol Ann, Carol, Kathy, there's a K, there's a K-A sounding name. Hmm. I don't
5: know.
2: On your mother's side. Okay. And there would be twins over there as well somewhere.
5: Hmm.
2: On that side of the family.
5: That's crazy.
2: There's twin energy, I'm being told, back there somewhere on your mum's side of the family. Can you understand mm. that?
5: I'm not sure,
2: no. Okay, don't worry, because that might go way back there, but I'm being told this. Just okay. quickly and, and very quickly before I go, you, you drive, Miranda, do you?
5: I do, yes.
2: Um, are you thinking about changing your vehicle?
5: Um,
2: There's something possibly. that needs doing on it. There's some well, work that needs to been on your vehicle. Yes,
5: there is something that needs to be done, yes. mm mm-hmm.
2: Um, and it's something to do with electrics or something to do with the engine. Does that make sense to you?
5: I think so, yeah.
2: Okay, so keep no. an eye on the, on the light, on the dashboard. Okay. And it's something to do with the coolant system. So it's to do with either air conditioning or there's something to do with your air conditioning regassing. Does that make sense?
1: I am going to, I have to tell you, I put her on silent only because I have someone who said that all the names you brought through are her, yep. her side. So I, I want you to hear this because I had this feeling. And so I asked somebody if this was her. So I, and we only have eight minutes left. I do want yep. you to talk to her only because I think this is who you're bringing through. If it isn't Grant, <laughs> I want to apologize. But for some reason, Absolutely. I'm picking this one out for you. 719, and I have to go, I have to go T.T., if you don't, oh, okay, Miranda, okay, this is Kelly, Kelly, tell her, tell Grant why I'm picking you up, What you just heard, and I am going to T.T., okay?
0: All right, thank you for picking me up, I appreciate that, yeah, my, hello, hi, Grant, I've been enjoying the show, um, my brother-in-law was Robert, otherwise known as Rob, and it's like you're the second person to mention him today, which is really interesting. Um, my okay. daughter has a 4-H dog, and I have older vehicles that have had issues with, um, yes, electrical, the dashboard, the coolant. <laughs> and I'm like sitting there, and, and my twin cousins is like, yeah, <laughs> and they are farther back. Oh, they're wow. they're uh, yeah, they're they're uh, twin girls, and it's like um, they are on my dad's side, um, and my grandma is mean, like, we live in a house that is. Uh, uh, fourth generation. I'm, I'm third generation. My kids are fourth generation. Um, it was my grandparents. So I'm like, yeah, everything yeah. you were saying, I was just going, that's me. It's me. It's like, okay. I, think you, I think you've got me. Well, would,
2: you, <laughs> would, you, would you understand who Kath or Caroline or Kathy are? I'm getting a K.A. name there.
0: Um, I have a friend who's Kathy. Um,
2: well, that that's as, fine. That's fine. doesn't mean to say they're in spirit, but I just feel like I'm getting this message where I'm saying to you here that there is something about... Um there's an issue going on around that particular person, and I feel almost like there will be some involvement with you helping out or getting her through something it feels like she's going through something emotional and I feel like you're going have she's she may lean on you a little bit does that make sense to you
0: absolutely does I have a friend who um, is a retired school teacher and working on getting her retirement so that makes a lot of sense yes it does
2: so I do feel that she's going to be very much around you, Kelly, and I feel almost like that she's going to need uh, a lot of energy, of support, and uh, you know, do things. I feel very much that she's she's very close in that energy with you, and I feel something like something's coming up. Now, do you understand about the dog that died? Because I think if this wasn't for her, it's for you. There was a dog that died, and you got another one coming. Um,
0: well, she hasn't. She hasn't died yet. Who actually? Who we actually lost? We um, we lost our cat. Uh, and he was, I, I called him little furry person with, uh, you know, uh, one, one of our little people with, with four legs. Was he was, he was, he was like a member of the family. And we just found out not too long ago, we think he probably met a very untimely end at somebody's shotgun. So I'm like, I'm, we're, we're looking for oh, wow. his body. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: where Where is, where is the rusting I'm, I'm, now I'm going to be seeing. Do you live in quite an open space? I mean, is there quite a bit of greenery around you um, and trees and that, Kelly?
0: Um, yeah, I'm, we I'm live. Tell you
2: what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a old what looks like to me like an old Dodge truck pickup that's rotting away somewhere out in the in the out outside of a building or something. <laughs> yes, it's
0: a Chevy, but yes. <laughs>
2: So old, and it must have been—it must have been red at some point because I'm seeing the faded energy of the paintwork.
0: Okay, um, it, ha- it was—it was has made, it had a red—it had a red interior. I'm not sure what the original color was. It's been—it's been painted. It's, it's gray right now. <laughs> it's gray right, with exactly. rust spots. <laughs> I
2: get it because I got the gray on it, but I felt like it was like grey and rusting or there was red and like like grey primer on it where somebody tried to spray it but I see it's almost like mixed match but it's like it's got a window missing and there's something you know it almost feels like it's been there for a long time do you understand what I mean?
0: Um now that part
2: have you also got a, a, a cellar or have you got something that goes down underneath the house?
0: Yes two of them
2: right do you find that your house is quite active spirit, spirit-wise?
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. Say see, see that. because like, we have we have we have a like what my grandma always called the root cellar under, under the main house, and it's like in it's what, you know where we live here. Oh, Kelly. Yeah,
1: Kelly. What he's saying is, do you have your? Is your house active with spirits? Oh, yeah. There's a
0: lot more than the three of but, us humans here. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. I've,
2: got, I've, got, <laughs> I've, got a I've got a gentleman. there that has some connection back around the time of before you were there, or is that linked family-wise that house to you then?
0: Yeah, because yeah. I mean, this this house was this house was owned by my grandpa. My grandparents lived here. My dad Joe? lived here. I'm living here. So yeah, it since 1921.
2: Yeah. Okay, who's Joe or Joe or Job? Joe. Joe. Ah. Uh, oh,
0: Joe. Not that. Oh so that might be somebody on my dad's side. I'm not real familiar with him. He's,
2: he's, he's wearing overalls. <laughs> he, he reminds me of um the father at the Waltons. Um there's that energy <laughs> okay. of like um he, he, he's quite a short guy, quite tubby. Um not over big, but he's quite tubby, he's a bit rounded. But I know that um he
0: Sounds he like was my grandpa. His name was three. James. His name was James ah, yeah, name.
2: and he's got his he's got his, <laughs> he's got his he's got his hair slicked back. You know how they used to brush yep, their yep, hair. That's back? my grandpa.
4: <laughs> that's my
2: that's grandfather. Him. And he's he's quite a short looking fellow. He's around about five foot six, five foot seven, average height, I suppose. But I know that uh, right. he's 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 got glasses on here. Um and yep. I know that he used to wear this funny hat. I don't know what it is. Yes. It's not a cowboy yeah. hat, but it's like a funny No, hat. kinda like a
0: fedora um, kind of like a fedora type of thing, yeah.
2: That's it. That's the one. And he's sit- He's sitting back. You know where the. You know where the truck is. That I've just said about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that truck. Something is is something connected to him, or there's something linked around the barn, or there's something wherever that is that he has a he has big connections with.
0: Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yes.
2: And I know that if you go out the back. Go down. There, there is water out the back. There isn't
0: there. Uh, there's what? Say it again? There's what? What out the back?
2: If you go not not right adjacent to the back of the property, but if you go out the back, there is water out the back somewhere. There is a lake or a river
0: um about a blocker long. yeah about about a, i was gonna say probably about a block or so over yeah there's like a little That's thing that it, yeah it's
2: not quite adjacent it's further back but I, he tells me that he used to go down there did your grandfather used to fish
0: yes he was a big fisherman yes he did
2: because he's taking me down there to fish and i know that he may have spent some time down there fishing and he talks to me about al al who's al
0: Oh uh, wow, there was Al Al Ackerman, he was a guy that lived here for eons. Yeah, he's he's, he's now he's he's now deceased. <laughs>
2: so yeah. He was a bit of a nutcase when he was alive.
0: <laughs> he was what?
2: Bit of a, 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 a bit a a bit a bit nutty or a little bit like Yes. Weird,
3: <laughs> <laughs> weird Al oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Yep.
2: He, he was a bit weird of Ackerman.
0: I know that's exactly what I thought, but it's like no, he wasn't quite that weird. But you know, <laughs> yes, <laughs> for this time, yes.
2: And was there was there somebody around the family called Celia? It sounds like Celia.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: You understand that name? Okay. I do. Uh, yeah. But he, this is your. The, the, yeah, you I'll know. say.
0: I'll say the younger. The younger version is about four or five years younger than I am. I'm not sure where she's at now. Um wow. but yeah, she's yeah. <laughs> but I think there was also an older there's was, there was an older version also. It's like she she was named after one of her grandparents, I think.
2: Wow. There
3: you go. I've gotta tell both uh, I've gotta tell both
1: I have to tell both of you we are officially off the air because we've gone so long. <laughs> so I just want everyone to know that. That's okay our Bonnie, Bonnie let me go. <laughs> No, I am going We're good. Well, I did want to say goodbye to Grant officially, but it didn't happen. So Grant, continue. I just want you to know you are officially off the air.
4: (laughs) But we're still still live.
1: Thank God we 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 gave the intro to you in the middle of the show. Go ahead. Absolutely. It
2: always happens. Me. and I'm sure right. Jerry wants to come up and, and go and get something to eat himself bless his heart
1: yeah poor poor Jerry but I mean Jerry uh, can you unmute yourself or stop sleeping one or the other Jerry
2: Cheek. I am neither sleeping <laughs> nor muted
1: sleeping nor muted he's just been so quiet, quiet. <laughs> I do want to thank you guys I don't know how to thank you enough Grant, you are absolutely wonderful. I'm hoping that you will allow me to have you back on the show. And Jerry, you rock the house always. The two of you, I thank you so much. Uh, but we are officially off the air, and I don't want to take any more of your time. Is there anything else, Grant? Because I did stop you, and I don't like to stop Spirit, But is there anything else you'd like I'm to say? Help? Right in know. the middle of I'm, I'm going. No. <laughs>
2: I'm I'm no, the feeling the feeling was that there was um all your grandfather was trying to take me down was to a cellar, um and down into a cellar or, or somewhere underneath the, the property. And I almost <laughs> feel like there's some there's something down there that um I'm not talking about his energy. I'm talking about something personal down there that he's locked away somewhere down there that needs to be found. And I feel like it's it's wow. very important. I feel almost like it's, it. It means a lot to him, or it may well be that it's paperwork and stuff like that. It feels very. Uh, it's, it's wherever he would have had his gun. He had his, so his he gun. He a a oh, gun! Yeah. yeah. Um. So if he had his gun, his gun. I don't he know. I don't. I'm gonna say of
0: all the stuff that my grandpa had. I don't think he. He was an old. He was an old cowboy, but he didn't carry. He didn't really carry a gun like that. I mean, that I, that I know of. Oh he, um, oh,
2: he did. He had a. He had a, he had a revolver. <laughs> it was an old. Oh, no. uh, you know what? It was an old 22,
0: and um, yep. I'll just say it was lost to the family because my brother came um, right after my mom died. Within the two weeks after my mom died, and he divested a lot of things from the house that my dad didn't intend for him to take and that was one of them.
2: Was it a cult? Was it like a cult, um like twenty two cult, Western, uh, Smith and Wesson? Yeah,
0: yeah, something like that. It was it was a really nice yeah, it was a really nice antique, which is why my brother took it.
2: And I think he must have kept that at some point down in a cellar or down in okay. below the house. But there's some more there's some more paperwork or something down there. So you may have to find that out or or ask okay. somebody about what that is. But he's trying to dive down it's there for a
0: reason. Because we have, we have two places, and this, this is what I'm trying to figure out. It's like we have a place under what I call the main house, and then there's a place called the bunkhouse, and it's got all the old books and all that kind of stuff. My dad and my grandpa both lived out there that one was, winter when my dad was in his teenage years.
2: That, was, that um, would be the one I want to go to. That the okay, other one, the bunkhouse. Okay. So that's, the bunkhouse, really okay. Fun. I'm not surprised. There's many spiders down there. Oh, my God.
0: we found a dead skunk when we first came back we found a dead skunk down there it was not pretty (laughs) wow wow there's a
2: lot of spiders down there as well that 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 is old and uh... dusty (laughs) yeah
0: yeah i'll I'll agree with that one it's like yeah we haven't we we don't go down there a lot we need to rebuild the it they they were from minnesota you know places where they needed like not hurricane, what was like twisters or something? It's like, so everybody, they, they dug root cellars. And it's like, that's yeah. kind of like yeah. a, um, it's kind of like a, you know, a twister, whatever you want, the shelter or something like that. But it's like, yeah, they, they have two of them. Well,
2: I will leave you with this, Kelly, because I've got to go and eat in a minute. But um, I think the message that was coming through earlier was, was actually for you. Um, yeah. Is there any children that are coming in um, at all being born into the family? Because I've got a little boy coming in somewhere and I don't think it was for the other person. This this was trying to get through to you. So you must have been listen, listening to that other reading. And I think I was, this yeah. was yeah. your grandfather trying to get through to you. So is there any births of, of children coming in around the family at all? Do you know?
0: I'll say I'm not positive. I have five children total. Um, my oldest is 33. My youngest is 15. Um, the three older ones, my daughter is in Idaho with her husband. They have three. They have two boys and a girl. Uh, my son, uh, my one son and his wife are out on the East Coast, like in Virginia, and they have three boys.
2: Um, is there a, is there a th- Jeff or a Jerry? Jeff or a Jerry? Jeff or a Jerry. Oh, okay, uh, Jerry. Jeff, Jeff?
0: No, there's a, let's see, there's a... a that was somebody that I that I knew, but it's like, um, not directly, not directly in the family. But I don't I mean, know
2: if I'm with I, you. I, I don't think I'm with you. No, either. he's We'd with me.
0: You. Yeah, my daddy's
2: okay. name
1: is yeah, so, Jerry. Yeah. I I, so I, I have Jerry. a Levi, a Zebulun. Yeah. My dad's Jerry. So okay. I'm going to put Kelly on hold. But yes, I, I want to th- send I can't even, unless you, unless he's got a message for me, I am going to tell you. You rocked the house. I couldn't even get to a quarter of the people
2: that were on, and I don't want to. Go ahead. Bonnie, 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 Bonnie. Yeah. It's you that has the grandchild coming in.
1: No! No way! Yeah. No freaking
2: way! Yeah, I. Saying to me, I'm Jeff, and I'm trying to tell you this. I've been trying to tell you this right the way through the readings. This is about you and you being a grandmother.
1: Never. Never, never, never. Take that back, Grant. <laughs> no, I'm Sorry. not a grandmother.
2: A grandson, Wait uh, a minute,
1: but neither of my kids are married or have anybody.
2: Well, just remember I told well, my, you.
1: Well, my daughter is dating, started to date that guy. He's remember your father, I told you.
2: He's your father, Jerry, is he?
1: Yes, my dad is Jerry. My, my yeah. dear soulmate is my daddy and yep. he is Jerry.
2: He's saying to me, he says to me that remember this, there's a child coming in. He said I'm just letting you know.
1: Well honey, is he is she gonna be married first? Because I cannot take that. Now you know, because Kelly just said it's gonna know be that, my daughter.
2: I don't think that's coming I don't think that's coming from a daughter. Have you got a son?
1: I do, but he's young. I mean he's twenty four.
2: Where he's coming from.
1: <laughs> oh no no
2: no oh, no no oh <laughs> oh no. Yes, okay. yes i'm to you the message from that
1: okay and and, and you so
2: you're
1: gonna oh. oh i'm gonna cry you and i need to talk
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well i'm i'm yeah. gonna go and have my dinner because i'm absolutely starving you do like, that you do away. that so. I have to
1: tell you I want to thank you you're not on you know you're not on anymore but I do want to thank you I'm gonna tell you and Jerry will tell you we get so many people I, I and I never stop spirit so I'm so happy you did what you did but I want you to know you were heard by a lot of people and I want you to just be aware of the fact that I am so grateful that you came on today and I want to thank you
2: Oh, I wanna thank you. I wanna thank Jerry for sitting out there on the side, nearly falling asleep this evening. <laughs> uh thanks, Jerry. Hi.
1: <laughs> I love both of you. Grant, you and I need to talk. Hey, everyone, he's he's still on. I know. Well you know what? I still have a lot yeah. of listeners that are that are listening to us. Jerry, don't you fall asleep or else you're gonna be in trouble. Anyway, I want to tell everyone I love them. I thank everyone for being here and still hanging on even after the show. And that tomorrow is my last show of 2017. You heard it here. And we are back for a 2018 fabulous year. Grant, namaste, my friend. You have a great year coming up for you too. And we will speak before the end of the year, I hope.
2: We certainly will. You have a. If I don't speak to you before Christmas, have a lovely time and uh, have Thank a you. Christmas. And Jerry out there, likewise, my friend. If I don't speak to you beforehand, <laughs> have a great Christmas. do I'll, don't I'll catch up with you. Don't worry. I'll catch up. Don't okay, mate. Love, love, you, love you. Love, love you.
3: you. Love Thank
1: you. Love all, all the round. There the Bye. Lines, Jerry. No problem.
2: And, uh, I'll catch yeah. you Thank later. you, Jerry. Take care, Bye.
1: Thank you, Jerry. Bye. 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 Bye.